Welcome to the One Way You Live Well podcast, where each Wednesday, we bring you tangible tips to help you create the wellness lifestyle you desire and deserve. I'm your host, Amanda Marchini, wellness lifestyle mentor, clean beauty advocate, and mom of two. I believe that wellness is essential and that it can be simple to live a healthy, fulfilled life rooted in wellness. Together, we'll make living well a priority and fit seamlessly into your unique lifestyle. Let's go. Hello, and welcome back to the podcast. I'm so excited to be back with you this week on this Wellness Wednesday. You may have noticed we took a small hiatus last week. My girls and I were sick, and so being that they are my ultimate priority, bringing us back to health was number one on our to-do list, and I just did not have the mental or physical capacity to get an episode recorded and aired, so I gave myself some grace. I Thank you for giving me the same grace, and we are back today. I hope that the break gave you a chance to catch up on some previous episodes if you have missed any. Uh, And without further ado, let's just jump in today. We have a jam-packed episode, and I will do my best to keep it short and sweet. There's a lot of information to cover, and being that my goal in this space is to help you create a wellness lifestyle that is simple. I will do my best to keep this simple and I'm not going to go into super like a lot of explanation with our topic today because on further episodes we will dive deeper and I have some guest speakers, guest podcasters to come in and share actually on some of these topics that we'll cover today. So we'll dive deeper into those with some special guests that we have coming up. So today's topic is going to be the eight dimensions of wellness. And what that means is that wellness is multidimensional. And in order to find that true, like true north of health, we need to have all of these eight different areas of wellness somewhat in balance. Balance is hard because we're not always balanced at the same moment, but over the course of you know the day, the week, the month, the year, at some point, we'll give enough focus to every area that they will be balanced in the long term. So I want you to think today of, think of health being, like I said, it's the ultimate goal, right? And health is, if you think of, think of it as the noun, health is the thing that we want to achieve. Think of wellness as the verb or the things we need to do to get to our ultimate goal of health, being healthy. So wellness is the the actionable items, the tangible steps and tips, the habits that we can create to become healthy and live a true health and wellness lifestyle. So these eight different dimensions, you might see if if you've heard of this before, you might have heard anywhere from six to nine different areas of wellness. That's because sometimes people will group like two together and put them under the same category. But for the sake of today's episode, um, I actually, I think I have nine actually. So they're not in any particular order. Um, The order that I'm going to speak to them today is kind of how I feel like they flow because each area you'll notice kind of lends itself to another area. That is, that's the whole concept of everything being multidimensional, balanced, and 
you'll notice when you're focusing on one area, you might think, oh, well, this is also helping me in another area. And that's the exact point. So the order that I'm going to speak to them today is just kind of how I think they flow into one another, but they're by no means in any order of one being more or less important than the other. So the first area of wellness we're going to start with is physical wellness. If you caught episode one, you know that I have a uh, signature acronym, live well. And with that acronym, essentially what I have done is assigned a letter or word to each letter of the words live well. And that's just supposed to be tangible, easy, simple to remember so that you can know what it means to live well and create your own wellness lifestyle just, you know, by referring to that acronym. Now, this acronym, for the most part, I cover physical wellness with my acronym. It does bleed into some of the other areas of wellness, but for the most part, the acronym lends itself to physical health. Physical health is, we. I mean, we can all kind of just off the top of our head think what it means to be physically healthy, physically well, moving our bodies, getting exercise, um, eating nutritious foods, right? This can also be not just the physical or the the planned regimented 20 to 30 minutes, five days a week workouts, but also just moving your bodies throughout the day. So if you sit at a desk job, you know, getting up, setting a timer and moving periodically every 30 minutes to an hour, taking walks after meals, taking walks, you know, just at any point throughout the day, parking further from the store so that you can walk to the you know to the entrance taking the stairs instead of the elevator things like that where you're you're intentionally putting movement into your day even if you have planned workouts in your day but especially for those days that you don't okay so physical health think of movement and nutrition that brings us to mental health. And as you know, if you have ever done any sort of regimented workout, you know that that physical workout leads its, lends itself to a mental high, mental clarity. I've heard so many times, I'm sure you've heard it or said it yourself before, I work out for my mental health. And the physical is just a bonus. So if you get a great body, you get a great booty, you know, you have toned arms, that is a bonus to those 30 minutes that you just need for yourself, for your me time, for your mental clarity. Mental health is going to be the focus on your psychological wellness and well-being and any sort of stress Re- relief that you can incorporate that you can that you can give to yourself. Um, so working out is a huge one, and whatever work you know, whatever exercise works for you. This can be you know a hard CrossFit workout, a run, a walk, a yoga session, just anything that is going to bring you your mental clarity. Um, any form of self care, literally taking care of yourself. This can be fancy self-care, like booking a massage or you know going to the salon to get a mani-pedi, but this can also just be like I did the other day, <laughs> I'm not kidding you, sending your kids off to school and taking a shower alone in the dark in peace and quiet. That is self-care. Like it, I mean, oh my gosh, it was, it was just such a moment. And 
it was just a shower, right? But it was it was something that I was able to do for myself and have just as long as I needed to, in the shower without having to, you know, deal with any sort of kid issue or whatever it might be, having to rush. I just took my time for that me time to just relax and de-stress and just have have that time for myself. So whatever that looks like for you, getting outside for a walk, um, you know, having some sort of meditation practice, uh, telling your family, I just need 15 minutes and you go into another room and you read a book, like whatever that self-care looks like for you so that you can manage your your mental well-being. Then that's going to lead us into emotional wellness, which sometimes people will we'll put these two together, but emotions is more going to be your feelings and how you manage them. So you're, how you're expressing your feelings and how you're allowing yourself to feel feelings. So, I mean, typically if we're feeling, doing things that are going to bring us joy, make us feel happy and elated, that's great. And we want to express that, but more so feelings like the negative feelings where you are feeling sadness, anger, and you're if you're not expressing them in the proper ways, then this is the area of wellness where you want to focus on and learn, okay, it's okay to feel these feelings and have these emotions, but what am I doing to express them? Or or maybe you're not expressing them and they need to be expressed. Maybe you're holding them in and that's causing, you know, some some dis-ease in your body, but it, learning how to express them in a healthy positive manner so that you and whoever or whatever else is, you know, in this situation that is causing said emotions that it's dealt with in a positive manner. Next we're going to go into spiritual wellness. So this can be organized religion, right? Going to church, whatever religion it is that you practice, going every whatever day it is that you go, um praying to God or whoever, whatever else you believe in and pray to. But this can also be things like just being in nature and meditating and practicing gratitude. This can look like doing yoga. This can be saying affirmations to the universe. Whatever it is that you believe and where you find your spiritual practice, um, this is going to be that spiritual wellness for you. Next, we move into social wellness. So social wellness refers to the relationships that you have with people, ideally in real life. But given this day and age, uh, this can be social, social relationships and social wellness as it relates to actual social media and online. But that is a fine line to walk and you want to be careful with that one. Uh, but it is it is almost maybe more important because we can get we can get in that trap of the social media trap and just remember there's an unfollow button there's a mute button and you want to be mindful of the people that you are surrounding yourself with even if this does look like people online um and you want to focus on building healthy relationships with people in your life so if you have friendships familial relationships and these these relationships are causing you any sort of pain, discomfort, any sort of basically anything that is not 
positive, then this is an area of wellness that you need to work on. Maybe you need to cut these people out of your life. Maybe you need to have a conversation. Maybe you need to work on your uh, emotional wellness in expressing your emotions and finding a communication strategy that works so that you can fix and build these relationships so that your social wellness is improved. Um, another area, another part of this is, I think, finding community wherever you can find community of like-minded individuals outside of your, you know, your core family or your core friend group. I think finding community is so, so important for me. I have found community in my CrossFit gym. I have found community in my my job with Beauty Counter, um, being a community-based business. And these are just two places for me that outside of, like I said, my core group of friends and my core family members, this is community that I crave and a social environment that I look forward to being in in community in community with every single day. And then this is going to bring us into our environmental wellness because environment is going to be kind of a twofold where environment being the actual environment that you are in, right? So your social environment, what does it look like at in, in your workplace? What are your 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 friendships look like? So environment in that sense, but also environment as far as like the actual environment. So environmental wellness, doing your part in not only taking care of the environment, but being in the environment, get out in nature, be in nature, be in the environment. This is going to improve other areas of your wellness as well. Spiritual wellness, emotional wellness, mental wellness, going for a walk, a hike, that's going to help your physical wellness. So environmental wellness is going to be that twofold of true physical environment, but also kind of encompassing that social environment as well. Uh, And then also your environment as far as like in your home, are you living, are you in a low tox environment? Are you, is the air in your home clean? Do you have an air filter or air purifier? Do you have plants in your home? Do you, are you burning candles? If you are, uh, candles or air fresheners, maybe swap those out for essential oils and diffusers. Um, what does your laundry soap look like? What are your hand soaps look like? Your lotions, the products that you're using on your body every day, that is part of your environment as well. And that's something to focus on when it comes to your envi- environmental wellness. Next, we're going to have intellectual wellness. And this is your intellect. So you're how you are treating your mind and how you're keeping your mind well. So this will look like continued education, continued learning, professional development, reading a book, whether it's a nonfiction book, a self-help book, or just, you know, taking that time to work your brain and a mindless, fun, fictional book. Um, This can be doing crossword puzzles or like Sudoku, anything where you are working your brain in a different way than it's used to working in its normal everyday capacity. So um, outside of like what you do for work even. So if you are, if you read all day for work, then maybe the last thing you want to do when you come home is read a book, but challenge your mind in a different way. Do some sort of puzzle. Uh, Coloring is even a really great way to work your mind. Um, it's actually been found to help improve patients with Alzheimer's. So coloring, uh, puzzles, 
any anything that's going to work your brain in a different way so that it forces itself to get out of like the everyday mundane uses that it's the way that it's using itself every day. Okay, and this is going to bring us into occupational wellness. So occupational wellness is going to be your job and your wellness in the in the workspace. This one is a little bit kind of uh, easier said than done, because if you are in a position where you hate your job, it might not be so easy to just walk away because obviously you need the income, right? But finding ways to navigate while you're in it, if if maybe leaving it is an option down the road, finding ways that you can be well in the meantime. Um, so things like, I mean, getting to work on time and leaving when it's time to leave. Maybe you're not, maybe you're staying late at your job. Don't stay late. Maybe you are working through your lunch hour. Give yourself the time to have lunch away from your desk and take that, you know, that self-care time for yourself so that you remove yourself from the negative environment if that's the case. If you have coworkers that you're just not vibing with, you're not forced to be their friend. You can be kind, you can be friendly, but you don't have to be their friend. You don't have to eat lunch with them. You know, you don't have to go in the break room with them if that's not your thing. You don't have to say yes to grabbing a drink after work. Um, find an excuse, make up an excuse. Do what you need to do so that you can be well in your work environment. And then this leads to financial wellness. Like I said, easier said than done because... If you can't just, you know, walk away from the finances, I get it. But financial wellness is going to be how do you not only feel about finances, but how do you manage your finances? Um, I'll be the first to admit this is the biggest area that I need to work on. Uh, my husband takes care of all the finances and I'm grateful for that, but I definitely need to have a better hold on our finances and a better understanding of it to have that full holistic, you know, balance in these different areas of wellness. So, and financial wellness, finances can be a big cause of stress in relationships. Um, I don't know the actual statistics, but I do know that in marriages specifically, finances is like right there at the top of like biggest stressors, biggest, you know, uh, fight, fight inducing issues is finances. So it's a big one in order to be fully well. And then again, that plays into, you know, finances plays into the occupational wellness. It's going to play into your emotional and mental wellness. So all of these different areas, like I said, you might hear anywhere from six to nine. I covered nine today. All of these different areas of wellness are going to be crucial in finding that full, multidimensional, not every day, but, you know, in the big picture of things, that balance of if you are well in all of these areas, then you will find yourself in a true place of health. Uh, I mentioned that we we're going to cover these 
we can go deeper into these in further episodes and I have some guests coming on to talk more. But for the sake of today, I just wanted to get you exposed to and get you thinking about these different areas. So if you were thinking today, oh, I do struggle in that area or, you know, I don't really have any habits or practices set in place, maybe it's time to start thinking about how you can focus on different areas, especially if you've got like, I've got physical wellness locked in. I'm good there. I've got my spiritual wellness locked in. What are the areas that you maybe are lacking and you can focus on to start improving? All right, that's it. Thank you for joining another Wellness Wednesday and we'll see you next week. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to tune into the One Where You Live Well podcast. If today's episode resonated, be sure to subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. And don't forget to leave a review telling me what you love most so we can continue to bring you more amazing conversations just like this one. And of course, please share this podcast with others so they can join our wellness community and live well too. Need your wellness fix in between episodes? There are lots of ways we can get connected. Subscribe to my mailing list for bi-weekly wellness and clean beauty drops or check out the Live Well blog on my website at www.amandamarchini.com. Want even more? Find me on Instagram at It's Amanda Marchini and let's get social. Thanks again for listening. See you next Wednesday.